This week on Nintendo Main, we, we get into these NX rumors. And everything else. And everything else. super busy for, for two weeks so we've been kind of off we haven't we haven't done a show in a while but we're back now how uh the dinosaur story yeah how how are you doing how have you been in these in these weeks i jeremy mikowski have been doing well this is jeremy mikowski i have been doing well <laughs> i'm still myself uh i don't live in the same location anymore but i haven't really flown the coop so to speak i do live near chickens i just live in a different part of the same town so not a big deal in case you forgot who we were i'm trey johnson <laughs> we're your hosts I, I, it's been like a couple weeks, so I forgot, I forgot how we do the show, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you had, you had a big move. Now, now you get to play with the animals or get to live next to the animals. Next to all the goats and the bees and the chickens and probably some sorts of mice, squirrel creatures. Have you, have you had time to, uh, play games at all during your move? I have just recently got back into playing games cause I'm setting up a pretty much a game room kind of, uh, slash office, but I've got, uh, all my consoles hooked up to where I can play everything pretty easily now, so that's kind of nice. So I've been playing some actual, played some GameCube games for a while. Today. I played a Double Dash, and yeah. I booted up Eternal Darkness and looked at that for a second. Uh, I booted up Wind Waker, and it definitely looks a lot better on, uh, on the Wii, the Wii up. Oh, sure. But I'm sure the GameCube one still looks pretty good. Well, and I'm running it through an LCD, or, you know, like a flat screen TV, so it's not, I'm not getting the true CRT fidelity that I would from a tube TV, but. Yeah. It still looks okay. I mean, and yeah, I have everything hooked up. I got my NES, my Super Nintendo, my 64. I was playing some Perfect Dark. Nice. Uh, Excite Truck. I was playing a bunch of Excite Truck. I forgot about that game. Oh, you have that game? For Wii? Yeah, that game's fun. Yeah, I have, I have Excite Bots, but I don't have Excite Truck. Excite Bots are really cool because they add all this, added all this weird shit to it. Where like you basically put, you hit a button and shit happens. Like you play tennis or, or like you yeah. can get, you can get strikes and, there's all this weird shit in there, but it's, it's pretty much the same levels from Excite Truck, just with these insect-like bots or cars or whatever. They, I remember they turn into different things and they and they do all sorts of weird shit. Yeah, we could definitely do an episode about Excite, whatever. We could do an Excite episode. Yeah, I have I have Excite Bike 64. Yeah, I have which I haven't well. which I haven't really played. I haven't really haven't played much. Hard of. It's it's I hard. Yeah, it. the other day when we had a I had I had a Mario Party party like. Well, you know, way back, and I brought the '64 out for that, and we played some old, old school '64 Mario Party. But towards the end of the night, when I was drunk, I was trying to play except by '64, and I'm like, man, I suck at this. I like couldn't win. I couldn't even beat like one race, like even on the regular level. It was insane. It's not very forgiving. Yeah, but it's fun. But, I mean, the coolest thing about the game was that Excite Bike, the original Psych Bite, was a uh, was included in it. So that was like part of the reason that I got it. And plus, I found it for like five dollars, so totally worth it. But uh, I, I mean, while I was on the shoot, I've been I've been playing Dragon Quest three still. So that game's actually, it got to the point where it's like really fun. Like it's a, uh, it's, it's a cool little game. I mean, I totally recommend it for Game Boy Color if, uh, you know, if you're interested in it. 
I think it's probably so, so you've been playing that on your SP. Yeah, I, I brought I brought my SP to the shoot, so whenever I had downtime, I played that to try to to try to keep my sanity. So I've just I've just been playing around with Dragon with Dragon Warrior three, and I've kind of and I've kind of got to the point where my guys are strong enough where I don't, where it's not hasn't been like super hard. I mean, there's there's like a couple bosses that I had to fight more than once, but it feels like a little more manageable. And like and uh, and you can like you're free to like change your classes at any time in that game. So I've been kind of like messing around with that too. Like just uh, it was it was the actual first game that had classes in it. It actually predates uh, Final Fantasy III, so so they were actually the first ones to do that. That affects how you upgrade, right, between levels, like what stats and everything are yeah. upgraded. It's like a, it's like a job system. It was like the first job system for for NES. Gotcha. So like you you basically you get like the main character who's Lodo. He's like the legendary hero. You you play as him, and then you get you get to pick three random party members. Like in the beginning of the game, you go to like a you go to like an inn or a, you go to like a bar, you know, like you would or I forget what it's called, but there's a building that you go to, and you can find and you can find your guys there, and you can just look through a list of of the ones they have available, or you can ask for different ones, and they'll just kind of randomly generate, and you can pick them and name them or whatever, you know. And I think uh, and, and and like what I started off with was um was like a mage. I did a mage, a cleric, and a, and a soldier was like what I started off with, and I and I changed. I recently I changed my soldier into a fighter, and I I changed. I forget what I turned changed the cleric into. Do you need a cleric for healing? Yeah, so I changed I changed the mage into a sage because you have to find a certain book for that to to go into the sage. And the regular character you can't change his classes. His class he has to stay a hero. But I, yeah, I forget I forget what the other what the other class was. But yeah, I was just been playing around with that. And if you and if you like if you have a if you have a mage or a cleric or whatever, you get to keep all the spells that you've learned. Like no matter what class you are. So that's so that's really helpful. Like you don't really all you really lose is like you know you lose like some of your hit points. But if you're at a certain point, you know. It's really easy to get back to where you were because you'll play like one battle and you'll go up like six levels. You know, like you'll start off at level one, but with all the experience points, you'll you level up really quickly. So it's not oh, that right. it's not that hard to get back to where to where you were. So it doesn't really, you know, I haven't I haven't found it like difficult, you know, to level up after that. So you find yourself just kind of grinding while you're on the set to just pass the time. Uh, no, I mean, I've, I've been like still playing through the game straightforward. I mean, the, these remakes, like you don't really have to grind as much as you would have on the NES. They kind of they kind of made it a little easier. You know, it's, it's no Does way near. Can you save at any point? Yeah. So you can nice. Yeah, you you just you, you can you can hit start and it'll save wherever you are. It's just like a quick save and it'll go straight to the title and then you can come back and, and restart it. And I actually when when you start the game if you if you've done a quick save like that, it'll ask you it'll say like, Hey, you know, do you wanna resume do you wanna resume the game that you had from earlier? And it's like if you resume it it'll delete it. And I was playing on set and I accidentally said no and then it went to like my old save and the save that I had before that was like hours before whatever oh, no. I did. And I was like, oh my god, this, and I was like so depressed. I'm like, oh fuck, like I did, I don't have all these weapons that I had, like I didn't beat this guy yet. And I was like so bummed. And then I was like, I was like, well maybe I should just try. And I just turned it off and turned it back on, and then it was there again. And then, it, and it, so it didn't really delete, it didn't really delete it. So I learned that. So if you ever accidentally say no to resuming the quick save, you can actually turn the system back on, turn it back on, and uh, turn it off and on. And then, you know, then you can get back into the quick save. So, so that's cool. Probably until you do another quick save or something that would cancel it out. Well, it says that whenever you start the quick save, it deletes it. Oh, so okay. if you were to, like, resume your quick save and then turn off the system, then you would lose all your progress. But as long oh, as you that, can, but as long as you continue to quick save, you know you're fine. And I still like, you know, I'll, I'll still go to a, a castle every once in a while and do like a regular save. Like you have to go visit a king to get to get your to get your uh, game saved like the proper way. 
But yeah, you can save. You can save wherever you, wherever you want. I think the only time you can't save is there's these board games in there called called Pachisi, and you can't save while you're in Pachisi. That's like the only time you can't quick save, which is it's like Pachinko and Parcheesi combined. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just a game. It's just a game where you're like on a on a board and you roll dice and you try to get to you try to get the goal get to the goal of the board. Like you try to get to a certain space oh. with, during the, with a certain amount of, and, and there's like, you'll, you'll like, you'll run into bad guys and you can like land on like shops and like inns and stuff like that. Or you can land on spaces that like take your life away or like heal your life back. Like that type of thing. It's a mini game. Yeah. It's just like a mini game that you can get extra, you can get extra items and, and cash from. There's like one, you, you find all these tiny metals in the game and you can trade them to this guy like for extra weapons and stuff like that. And this one, the second, the second Pachisi board has like has like three different tiny medals in the end of it, and I can't for the life of me like beat that board. I've played it like ten times, and I still can't. I still can't get to the end. I always end up like hitting a hitting a trap door or dying while I'm on the board, but I never I never make it because you have to like you have to you have to roll the exact number to land on the goal spot. So like if you roll over, you'll you'll come back. So. I've gotten that close to where I ran out of dice, like trying to land on the actual spot. You don't have the luxury of save states. No, you don't. Well, you have, you have save. You can save whenever you want, but there's but there's no save states, unfortunately. But I also uh, I also went not went and bought a uh, Devil's Third <laughs> over the weekend. So I, I played that game all day today. It's it's actually it's actually kind of fun as far as like stupid action games go. It's uh, it's it's totally. I mean, if you like if you like you know games that like kind of have a throwaway plot and you just run around and shoot people and it's like super violent. It's it's fun for that, and I've been enjoying it for what yeah, it is. Did you get a physical copy of it? No, I didn't. That's that's too rare. I just bought it online for for thirty bucks. Oh. I bought a new. Uh, I I got another hard. I've, I got another hard drive for my Wii U. This is like the third, <laughs> the third third space upgrade that I've done. Because I bought the sixty gig one, then I got the hundred twenty gig one, and now I bought a terabyte drive. Oh wow! So, is it still a thumb drive? No, it's 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 an actual hard drive now. Oh cool! But I just ran I ran out of space. How are you? Is it powered separately? Like, is it plugged in on its own? No, I, I bought I bought one of those uh, I bought one of those YX uh, Y USB cables that has like two USBs that, that plug into the Wii, so the Wii powers it. Oh, okay, so it's yeah. two USBs going into one device. Yeah, it's what it's what you get if you don't want to. Then you don't have to power it, and it'll be powered by the system. And it's just a little, and it's a little thing. And I got it for like fifty bucks. It wasn't it wasn't that much, but I, I don't I don't see myself ever running out of space now. With a, with a terabyte drive. Oh, you should. I mean, I have a terabyte for my PS3, and I downloaded so much shit on that, and I never ran out of space. So, you know, I, I should be, I could I could just relax a little bit on the downloadable games. But I was like, I got it so I could download. Because Devil's Third is like 16 gigs, not a small game. So that was basically, it's like I get the hard drive, and then I'll download Devil's Third, and then I'll get a bunch of other shit, you know, that I won't have to worry. What, what did you pay for the hard drive if you don't mind? It was like 50 bucks. Not bad. Yeah. yeah, it was like it's like fifty or sixty. I don't, I don't remember, but it's yeah, it's it's just like a little, it's just like a little tiny. It's like it's like half the size of the of the Wii U. And I just I figured I could just get a rubber band or something and just put it around it and just stay <laughs> stay together. But yeah, you haven't seen my final form yet. <laughs> How's uh, are you are you still playing Pokemon Go? Speaking of, yeah, speaking I've been of final playing forms. it uh, since I moved out to the boonies. I don't. There's not any Pokestops out. There. Oh yeah. I, about a week and a half, two weeks ago, I spent some time in. Danville with my brother, and there's a really cool park that we went to where there were probably at least like 30 people hanging out, sitting at pitches and stuff, and they're all playing games. 
So there were, I think there were four pokey stops in that little area, and someone was constantly putting a lure on one of them. So they were, all, they always had lures. And the, the way it was set up, we actually just parked, my brother just parked his car like in a parking spot. We just hung out in the truck and drank a Sprite <laughs> and ginger ale and a, a bunch of Pokemon. Nice. It's pretty fun. And then, like, he taught me the trick of, uh, which makes sense. I've read it online since, but if you have a lucky egg, you use that and then you go through and you up your, uh, you evolve all your Pokemon so you get extra experience points. Oh, I've only evolved, like, my, one of my Pidgeys. That's like, that's like all I've evolved. I, I play. Well, you'll learn, like, you evolve them and then you get rid of them still. But by evolving them, you get experience points. So you're basically turning candy into XP that way. Oh, yeah. So you'll you'll evolve them, and then you'll get rid of them. Oh, and then, you yeah, you one trade piece. them in for the candy. And you just get one more piece. But in the meantime, you know, it's 500 XP if you evolve one. If you use the Lucky Egg, you get 1,000 XP for each one. So that adds up really quick. And you'll just go through, and you'll do your Pidgeys. I think Pidgeys only take, like, 12 candies to evolve. So you'll have, you know, if you haven't evolved anything, you probably have a ton of Pidgey candies. So if you have a Lucky Egg, activate that, and then just... Evolve all your Pidgeys. Yeah, I, I don't have a Lucky Egg, or I haven't seen one yet. You'll get one eventually, I think, when you hit, like, level 10, maybe it is? I can't remember. Oh, I think I'm I, on level I, 16. Oh, wow. I'm still, like, level 7, so I've, I've obviously have not 17. really played it at all. Yeah, I'm almost to 17. I've actually beaten a few gems now, done that whole thing. So I've been I've gotten a little more into it, but the past week and a half to two weeks, I haven't really messed with it too much because I've been out in the boonies. Sure. Yeah, I played it. I mean, I played it a little bit while I was on the shoot. Like, we were shooting at, um, we, we shot at a couple parks. Like, we did a lot of outside stuff for this. One of the places we shot at was a park, and I saw people playing Pokemon Go there. Like, I saw people, like, drive up in their car and get out and, like, you know, walk around with their with their phones and then catch some stuff and then leave, you know? Because yep. there were Pokestops there, so I actually saw kids doing that. And I was like, wow, they're, they're playing Pokemon Go. It's everywhere, man. <laughs> it is. And I, I went to the Indy 500 track uh, with my with my family for the weekend. And my niece, my niece is, like, super into Pokemon Go. Like, she asked me about it. She's like, what level are you? You know, how many do you have? Because she know, she's known me as, like, such a video game fan. That I think she expected me to be like to have like be like a level one hundred or something already, and she seemed kind of disappointed when I was like, uh, "Well, I, I don't really play it that much, you know." I was like, "I'm only a level seven, but I but I guess I showed her some of the ones that I caught. She's like, "Oh, well, that that one's cool. I don't have that one." But my niece has been playing a lot of Pokemon Go, and we went to the Indy Five Hundred, and and there's there's Pokestops there. There's like parts of the track that are Pokestops, and there's a gym there too. Like I wonder. I, I guess I could have I could have tried to get that gym because I sure I'm sure the only people that use it are like the people that work there or like the go on go on the tours or whatever. But that's pretty crazy. So I, I played it while I was there, and I and I and I played it when I could on the shoot, but I didn't have a lot of time. And plus, it's still like the battery issue, you know, draining the battery it drives me crazy. So when I played with my brother, he had you know, he was full steam ahead with that game. He had bought a few battery packs and he was. So I actually had more battery power. My battery came to like a full charge while, while I was playing because I was using battery pack. So that was nice. You said you said he had a couple batteries. <laughs> he bought, yeah, he, bought more than one. Well, we were. It was me, him, and his wife all playing at the same time. Oh we yeah, had battery packs. Actually, I think he was plugged into the, the cigarette lighter adapter or whatever. I I don't do think it. I don't think you can get any nerdier than that. That's pretty. That's pretty ridiculous. It was fun. I mean, we were just sitting there chatting, like I said, drinking some ginger ale and watching, you know, a crazy phenomenon happening off to our left. Everybody was walking by, playing. I actually saw a dude with an iPad playing. First oh. time I've seen that. Yeah, seems, seems 
overkilled, in my opinion. But well, you would have to. Have yeah, you would. You would have to have some sort of data data plan for your iPad. Yeah, it was. Most, it was definitely something along those lines. Yeah, but most, you can also you can tether your you can tether a tablet to a phone. So that might. Also oh yeah, yeah, you could do that too. Yeah, I know. Uh, like, because uh, like my roommate Conan, he was like, I haven't played Pokemon Go, and he's like going to play it on his iPhone. Or he was going to play it on his iPad, and it, and it said it would only use the internet connection. I'm like, you can't really do that, you know, because it wouldn't work. <laughs> it's like you won't. It's, yeah. It's not the the game doesn't really work like that. It's supposed to be to where you can walk around, and you know, you're not really gonna. We don't have any Pokestops stops here at the apartment, so you're not going to really find anything in here, aside from maybe catching a couple zoo bats or something in the kitchen. Fucking bats. Yeah, but um, so. So like uh, I don't I don't think we mentioned this last week but but uh, so apparently like you know how Nintendo's like stock like rose like a whole bunch did we yeah. talk about like how it dropped once everybody figured out that they didn't actually make Pokemon Go no I don't think we did because I think we were still riding the upswing yeah that's pretty crazy I, I heard that that it's like yeah that that it it had dropped once they found that out so so if you want Nintendo stock now it's time to buy more. You know, I was kind of kicking myself for not getting it before, so maybe we should get it now, you know, especially if any of those rumors are true about the NX, which is pretty much what we're going to talk about for this for this episode, for the most part, is that news. All we really care about is the NX. Yeah, totally. Well, do what do you want to do. Do you want to take a break before we get into before we get into the news? Yeah, I think so. All right. We'll be right back. Basically, what they said it was was it's uh make sure make sure I get all this correct because it's been a while since it's been a while since I've read since I read the news or the rumor but the rumor was that it's a basically a system that, that it's a portable system that has a docking station that you can play on the television and two detachable controller parts like from the side of it to to be used like as a home console thing yeah and then a stand. On the back of the controller, so you can prop it up. Yeah, I uh, that, I, I thought it was pretty cool because that's actually, if you listen to our older episodes, that's basically the idea, kind of the idea that I had. But I, but mine was more like a sensor, but still, it's similar. You know, where it's like it, where I said it would, uh, it should be a handheld that when you get close enough to the TV, it'll show on the TV. But that's basically that's kind of like what I said it was. If that is, if that is what it is, I mean, I read something today, and I'm really bad at citing sources, so I'm sorry, source. That I'm not listening, but uh, that means you're wrong. <laughs> well, it, it's it's a rumor anyway. But there were uh, job postings from Nintendo. I think this was from today, and oh. uh, there were two different job postings. One was for portable gaming, and one was for console gaming job. Both having to do with the new generation. Oh, so if there's people like kind of like saying that maybe that's not true. Then, or maybe it, it is a portable and a console, and then they attach together like Voltron and make like a super. Yeah, I mean, I like I like the idea of uh, of them pooling everything, like putting all their stuff in one basket. I like that idea because because there's so I mean, there's always been like 
I feel like for the past couple generations, there's been better games on like DS and 3DS than than any of the other you know, than any of the home consoles. So I'm fine with that being like brought together. And I always and I always like to be able to play portable games on the TV because most of the time you get the better games on the portable systems. You know, in my opinion. Well, people have been asking for them to. You know, I think it's been kind of a pipe dream for a lot of Nintendo fans that they would merge the the uh, economy or whatever you want to call it. Well, they, the, they, the ecosystem. That's yeah. what. I'm yeah, they, I mean, team. they already they already did. I mean, they already did merge the teams. I mean, that happened that happened a long time ago. You know, that was like something. I think that was something that happened after me after uh, Iwata died. They 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 merged their development teams. Yeah, they they restructured a lot of. So that stuff. was kind of so. If that's if that's really what it is, it, it would make sense because it's kind of been a long time coming. But I uh, believe that there were some mergings like years and years ago. Yeah, as far as that's concerned, like that happened before Iwata, like while he was still around. As president, uh, they were already kind of starting to merge their teams. Yeah, but I like, but I would like the idea of everything being on one system. I mean, they definitely would have a lot more games, and you know, you would see a lot more, be a lot more RPGs on it because they they love love the handheld stuff in Japan. Oh yeah, I mean, we do too. So bring it on. I'm just wondering, like, just just the idea of it, like with detachable controllers and all that. Like, how big is this thing going to be? Like, how like actually right. portable is what is what I'm wondering. Like. It makes it sound like it's going to be huge, like, and it's it's not going to be something you could fit fit in your pocket, especially if it well, has like detachable I mean, controllers on it. I mean, are they going for the tablet market instead of the smartphone market here? Like, are they? Is it going to be like a what were those? Uh, I think they're still making them. Are they called Shields? It's like an Nvidia tablet thing that has controllers on it, like get to your computer, play PC games, like through uh, some kind of local connection thing, sort of like how the gamepad works on the Wii U, and oh. so you can. You can play your, you know, high-end PC games, and you're uh, you're putting all the horsepower. All the horsepower is coming from your console, and then it's shipping it to the device. Kind of like the Wii U controller. I wonder if that's sort of kind of what could be happening here. It's just a, an evolution of what they're already trying to do with the Wii U. But oh, yeah. It's truly portable. Like you can take it with. Oh, you mean like you mean like it would be more powerful like when it's on the dock. Like that type of thing. And yeah, when they, you're offloading the processing to like something that's plugged into the main lines, yeah. running off batteries, well, it, they, it actually has like proper fans cooling it and all that stuff. Well, there was a, one of, one of their patents like looked like that. If you remember correctly, there was a patent that had like a thing that was connected to the console that could do something similar similar to that. If you remember, I don't remember. I remember when it came out, but it like showed you know showed like the console and a thing wired to it that would add that would add power to it or whatever. That that was a that was a patent a while back that they had. So that could be that could be the case also. I think that's been kind of a you know that's been a something that's been buzzing around in console gaming for a while. I mean, before the Xbox One was released, they were hyping it up, and I haven't heard much about it. And I, I'm sure I've mentioned this in a previous episode but that they were gonna essentially like the processing power was going to get better over time because they were going to offload certain processes to the internet and have like servers handle some of the stuff that your home console normally would yes. and because of that like your console would be able to display more powerful graphics and stuff it didn't, i think they they tried to do something similar to that on the pc market too right where they were going to make some stuff that was where it would look better depending on like your internet connection something like that yeah i think i, I, think I remember hearing about that or maybe it's the same thing i mean going all the way back to on live which i had a yeah. trial to years and years ago and it was there were some games that worked well, but most games were the delay and in input was just too much to play. Like I think I was trying to play Deus Ex, one yeah. of the Deus Ex games, and it just it wasn't happening. Yeah, I, I, it always it sounded like something that wouldn't work very well. But 
I don't know. I guess eventually, it, maybe it could if you had a, if you had a strong enough strong enough connection. But this would be more it. of a, lo- a very localized thing. You would have the device processing it. Yeah. Oh, you would. From what from what the patent was, it would look like it would be hardwired. So they would definitely have have the power or whatever. But yeah, part of the rumor, which I forgot to mention, was that they were saying that it was not as not as powerful as current gen generation, and that it was using was it the Tegra chip, a certain Tegra chip, which there still seems to be kind of uh, people divided on which one they think they're going to use, whether it's the one that's out now or a new one that's coming out that would make it more powerful than the than the than the, this current current generation. So I don't know. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking that about. Seems, that seems to, be a, that seems to be a whole other thing. People arguing or, about that. Or even just a custom version of the chip, which is more likely because that's the way it's moves. Yeah. I, it, would, it would be a shame that it would be a shame if it wasn't like, you know, if it wasn't up to speed with this generation again, you know, just because that seems to be what's really killing them on the third party market. I mean, it'd make, it'd make it a lot easier to get other games on there if they could just port them, you know. So, oh, yeah. Well, I think. I did read something today, I believe it was on IGN, where Bethesda was saying, yeah, sure, we'll develop for the NX, we well, they, can. Yeah, they said, like, maybe. I mean, that's, that's basically, yeah. like, what anybody would say. It's like, oh, yeah, sure, you know, if it's cool, if people like it, we'll make for it. I mean, that's how the Wii was. That's how you had so many interesting games on there. But imagine being so able popular. to take Sky on the go. I, I don't like any of their games, so <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I, don't like, really. I, don't, I don't really like Skyrim. Maybe they could make, like, a more... Maybe they can make a more glitched version for NX, <laughs> since it's not quite as powerful as the other as the other systems. Make one like the PS3, the the PS3 version that was apparently completely unplayable, which I thought Oblivion was unplayable. True. Also. What about a true Minecraft that's like with the, with the with the draw distance of the PS4 one? I mean, imagine that if you had a portable Minecraft that was actually well. I guess you. Have, well, the, I mean, I dream of the day where I can play like a full version of Minecraft on the go. I mean, what's the iPhone version like? And I know there's an iPhone and iPad version. Yeah, Minecraft. it's especially developed from the ground up for mobile. It's not the same. I mean, it's yeah. caught up a lot of ways. Like a lot of the items and stuff are the same, but it's it's just an entirely different thing. Have you? Uh, you still haven't gotten the Mario version, right, for the Wii U? The oh, I the I, I was really close to pulling the trigger on it couple of days ago getting the Wii U Minecraft, but I talked myself out of it because I've already got it on several other devices and I don't need to just start all over again. Those Mar- those Mario levels that they made on there are really, really cool though. And, I know. and and the Mario costumes are very cool also from what I saw. I mean I I don't know anything about Minecraft, so it's like it's a, it's nowhere on my radar to buy it. But from what I watched some videos on IGN of them playing just playing around in some of the levels that people made and they look they look great. Like they look incredibly great. There's a lot of really cool costumes that you can do. Like everything's kind of changed to be like Mario. I could see how it would be, it would be tempting if you like if you like Minecraft. Well, if you and I ever decide to do, a, we've talked about it before, maybe eventually doing a Wii U Minecraft. If if, do like if a, that's a yeah. thing, then I'll buy it. Then and I'll have a reason to buy it. If you could figure out a way to like do a Twitch thing or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I've played this game enough that I know what I'm getting myself into, and I know I'm starting all over again. And sure, it's just kind of daunting to think of putting dozens of hours into this to get back to where I was, like the Xbox version, PC version. Oh, yeah. But you would, but I mean, you would be able to just, also, yeah. We were sharing levels, and we were doing something along those lines, and it was becoming a social game again for me. I would play it. But as far as the single-player stuff goes, I'm not, I'm not to that point where I want to jump into it again, like maybe Mario Sunshine or some game that I haven't played in a long time. Maybe I 
Like yeah, I don't know. So yeah, back to the back to the NX stuff. That's that that's basically it, right? Is there anything else that I'm missing there uh, as to what they? I mean, well, cartridges. They they you know said cartridges again. Also, yeah, I don't think you're missing much. Uh, it's but still I, still rumors. Like if it does if it does end up being like a handheld or whatever, like if it ends up being this, I think that I'm right again for saying that the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild Wii U version is the definitive version of these is what I think it is if, if, if that is actually what it is I think the Wii U version is going to be better than than, uh, than that version than the handheld version yeah the thought of playing that as a handheld game really kind of blows my mind like I don't know if that's what I want out of that game yeah but yeah, everybody kept saying, everybody kept arguing about the NX being the better version, but I'm still, I'm still putting my money on the Wii U version. I'm still buying that I version. I want that to be a game I play on my TV. I want. Yeah, I want to be sitting on a couch while I play that game. Yeah, which, which you can't. I'm sure you can if it does that docking thing, but we don't even know how those detachable controllers work or whatever, or if it's some sort of Bluetooth thing, or if it's like kind of like a tablet thing in the middle, you know, like a I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it would work. I mean, it, the only way it would make sense if they were truly going to make it like you could play two player on the go with it. It would have to be a fairly decent sized screen for two people to be staring at it. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Like and the, those, the two player possibility kind of reveals it's going to be a big screen. If that's if that's even. A thing. And those controllers would have to be pretty big. I mean, for Not all well, for all the if you want to control like think of like Breath of the Wild. I mean, if you want to be able, be able to do all of that, like, you need a lot of buttons. Like, they use all of the buttons on the Wii U for that. Well, I don't think you'd you know? be playing it with a tiny detachable with controller. I think you would be playing it with the whole thing assembled. Yeah. And then uh, there would be other games that were more simple. Like, maybe you could play a classic NES game two-player. Yeah. I mean, I guess the de- I, I figured the detachable controllers would be something like the Wii Motes, kind of. And then I'm sure there's something you got to plug into that to make another controller, which which sounds like another like a bad idea, like going back down the whole like, you know, let's buy a bunch. Of, yeah, oh, the, the whole peripheral thing that Nintendo's known for, just buying a whole lot of shit that you use on like one thing. Or I, don't I mean, know. I think this is already kind of setting itself up to be a peripheral based yeah system. Unfortunately, like yeah. I think it's pretty clear, and and I've read that Euro. Gamer is a pretty good source. They, I believe they were incorrect on a certain Nintendo news thing. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but I know they they have they were they were incorrect at one point. But I don't know. I'm, I'm still it's still like one of those things. Like I'm waiting. I mean, they said they're going to say something in December, September, right? I mean, that's next month. That's soon. It's soon. So I'm still I'm still waiting to hear it from them. You know, this is still kind of. I mean, every almost every rumor I was kind of like, oh well, you know, maybe this is it, maybe it isn't. But I don't know. I'm still. I'm still not. I, I want to see what what they say about it. That's really what it is. But this one seems to be. Everybody seems to be thinking that this is actually what it is. So I mean, it was reported as news, you know, and not as not as a rumor. So I don't know. We we still kind of have to wait. I saw not the, a lot longer though. Hopefully. hopefully, yeah. I saw there's some new. There was some new information about the about the um, NES Classic as well. I guess they have. Did you see that there, it's going to have like a pixel perfect mode? Which yeah. I, which I mentioned before was like you know. If it's like true, if it's going to be like true HD or like truly emulated in HD, that'll be really cool, and that's definitely a selling point for it. But yeah, they're going to have. I know they're going to have multiple multiple save slots, like uh, multiple save states, and uh, pixel perfect mode, and they'll probably have some sort of like scan line mode, like a lot of the <laughs> like like a lot of the digital arcade games have now. Like if you get like Street Fighter or like Street Fighter Three or anything like that, they have those like where they try to make it look. And I think the Mega Man Collection did it too. 
where they try to make it look like the old TV. Yeah, I think that's going to be a filter option that you yeah. turn on or off. But the Pixel Perfect thing, I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, it's like a. I mean, they use that for the new 3DS, but I haven't tried it yet. I, I didn't, you know, I couldn't bring myself to buy any of the Super Nintendo games again for the 3DS. But I, I just, I'd like, I mean, I'd like to see what it looks like. But then again, it's like I already have all of these games on Wii U. I don't want to, don't want to buy them again just to see what it looks like. But I look forward to that that video where someone tears it down and. They show what's inside of it. That's what I'm most excited about. I mean, I want to get a. I definitely want to get this thing as a collector. Yeah, I definitely want it, and I think it would be cool to have just that set up on a TV, you know, and kind of minimize clutter. Just have that as your gaming system that you have. Like, I think that'd be really fun. But uh, yeah, I'm really interested. Like, I want to know Gotta if get... it's a proprietary thing or if it's reused hardware inside of. I I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll find out at some point. And you're gonna you're gonna have to buy some extension cords or like some HDMI extensions or I think I yeah. think I think uh, you can buy an extension for the for the Wii. Like I looked into it on uh, Amazon and I saw one, but it only but it had gotten like a low score. Somebody said it didn't work very well. But yeah, they have they have extensions like for the Wii Mote, you know, that you would have to get. But somebody should start developing those well because I feel like a lot of people would buy them. If they did that, or you could just yeah, or you just get an HDMI extension, which is kind of like what I do for my for my older system is I bought like a really long AV cable so I can just plug in my system like by the couch and just have the AV cable run to the TV so I can just play everything with the cord and not have to worry about you know not reaching and all that yeah just one set of cables crossing the floor instead of like yeah that's basically how I do it instead of getting your controller ripped out of your hands yeah you can just rip the whole system out of the room no I mean I got it I got it I got it so big that it's pretty it's pretty easy I mean, I think I bought like a six footer or something like that, you know. Maybe, yeah, they're maybe, definitely maybe, maybe longer than that. But yeah, it's it's just you know, it's just so I can stretch it stretch it across the floor and play. Like I've been playing, I've been playing GameCube. Well, I've been playing Dragon Quest three on Game Boy Player through the GameCube like that. So yeah, I'm happy. If I I haven't tried booting up my GameCube probably for a couple of years, so I'm happy it still works. My save files are still on my memory card. Like I booted up uh, Monkey Ball two. A yeah. lot of my old high scores are in there. Way <laughs> back in the day. Good old Monkey Ball too. It's a what was world's greatest story of any game. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> what was the bananas it? Curry. Yeah, curry. I was like, I was like, what? What did Doctor Bad Boon make the bananas taste like? Curry. That bastard. Yep. <laughs> I thought it would be something worse than curry, but I guess yeah, got something against curry. curry. I I think curry's pretty good, but I, you know, I'd, I'd rather yeah. have curry than bananas. I don't like bananas. Uh, okay. Well, if you were uh, I I who loves bananas, which is the quote at the very beginning of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever play the Super Monkey Ball Adventure for GameCube? Like the one that was like a, that was actually like a, it was supposed to be sort of like a platformer, like an actual game. No, I didn't. I remember it got kind of bad reviews. Yeah, I actually bought it and returned it. (laughs) I didn't return it, but I, I sold it. I ended up selling it because I was I was disappointed by it. I, I played a few mobile ports of some of the Monkey Ball games, but I haven't really gotten into a true game since I don't remember if Junior came out before or after two. The one on the Game Boy Advance. Oh, that Ju- yeah, Junior was really good on Game Boy Advance. I have that one, and I have the I have the DS one, but it's not that good. But I, I thought I thought the Wii one was really good, like the first one, the very first one they did, like Banana Blitz. I thought it was pretty. It was pretty cool. The motion control one. That was like a launch. That was like a launch game for the system. I thought that one was really cool. I haven't played that one either. That one's totally worth getting if you can find it. If you can find it for cheap, I'd say get it. I figured. I figured we had played it because it was like one of the first games I got for the Wii. So I'm sure you played it with me at one point. Yeah, I'm sure. But it was like you know, it was like their introduction to motion. So like it's basically like you control the world like with the um, with the remote. 
so it's like all it's all motion. So you kind of move you move the ball by you know with the tilting the entire. Level. It makes sense. Like we we I pretty much played through like my roommate Nick and I we like played played through most of it. I think we played through the whole game. But yeah, it had like bosses and stuff in it, and it was it was really cool. It looked I like the art style too. It looked really cool. There was a there was another rumor saying that uh that the NX is going to have like a new game from Mario, Zelda, and Pokemon within the first six months. Did you see that? I didn't see that. They were going to just like inundate people with new or with IPs, like new entries in that. Yeah. Well, I guess I figured the new. I mean, the Zelda game is Breath of the Wild, obviously. Um, there hasn't been there hasn't been a new Super Mario game for what like three years. Like when was uh when was 3D World? That was like 2013, wasn't it? Yeah. So that was the last. That's like the last full on Mario that we've gotten. So they're working on something. It's either like Galaxy Three or like another 3D whatever. Oh, I was going to tell you. Did you see? Uh, I, I saw there was a new. They were they were going to release a new like 3DS. Like it's for like what a one a 150 was with a Super Mario 3D Land. Did you see that? Yeah, that's part of the whole Nintendo Selects thing announcement. I think. Which yeah. They, uh, Nintendo announced a new round of the Selects, which I'm pretty happy with some of the stuff in it. I mean, I have a lot of them, but yeah, I, I have. I, pre- I pretty much have all of them, except for like, there's like what to- Tomodachi Life is on there. I'm excited about Lego City Undercover because I've wanted that game. Oh yeah, and then, I don't want to pay sixty bucks for it. I have that game. I played through it. It was really fun. I mean, if you like Lego games. It was, it was a lot of fun. I'll buy that one for sure. But yeah, the $150, it's a normal size new 3DS, so it's the, it's the, the rare, rare one, I guess. It's the smaller one, yeah, it's not, it, which I, which I think, I kind of wish I would have gotten instead of the bigger one, but the bigger one's fine. I just like, it, it's a little more portable, you know, with the smaller, cause I like to carry it around. And it like, it like just, just barely fits in my pocket as, as the, as the bigger one. But yeah, that's cool. I mean, you should, I was gonna say, you should make that, Plunge to the new 3DS. One one fifty with the game is pretty cool. But you probably already have Super Mario 3D Land. I'm sure. Oh yeah, that's one of the first games I bought. Yeah, that. yeah, me too. Well, the, well, the first first game I bought was uh, Mario Kart Seven, and then I, and then I bought Super Mario 3D Land after that. Pretty much, I think it was flipped around for me. But those are the first two games. I mean, that was the main reason I got the 3DS was was for Mario Kart because I love love the Mario Karts. But yeah, there's like uh, there's some other like there's like Nintendogs on there for 3DS. Yeah. Which is like wow. Why? I didn't think anybody played that game. I didn't play it. Well, maybe more people will play it now that it's twenty dollars. Yeah, maybe it should be like five dollars. But you can get you can get the prequel to Lego City Undercover on Nintendo 3DS for twenty bucks, which is pretty cool. And then there's like uh, what Happy Home Designer and Tomodachi Life and Luigi's Mansion is totally worth it for twenty bucks if you don't have it. That game's really cool. Yeah, that's the game that came with my 3DS when I bought it. Used. Oh, it was Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, I don't think it was a bundle. That's just the game they had when I bought it. And I got Fashion Life. <laughs> was yeah. another game which I gave up uh, to my sister. Yeah, get rid of that game. I think I, I forgot to mention it last week or whenever we did our last podcast, or or it wasn't out yet. But they were, but they released a demo for uh, Metroid Prime Federation Force, and weirdly enough, it's mostly for the Blast Ball version of it. Did you were you were you able to get it? No, I haven't gotten that yet. But it's the one where you it's kind of like soccer, but you're shooting the ball, right? Yeah, it is. But if but the cool thing is is if you you can unlock like an actual demo for the story mode. Oh, so that's the part that I that I really wanted to play. So, so have you gotten it? Yeah, no, I I, I yeah I, I downloaded it. I played the. Um, I think all you have to do is play like a couple a couple games of the ball of the regular, or maybe like just one whole game of the blast ball, and then you'll you, then you unlock a training mode for for the regular game and it kind of goes in there and it just you know gives you the basic of the way the controls work and you get to fight a couple guys and there's like a little part where you shoot some guys 
but it's cool. You get to get an idea of the way it controls, which is what I was interested interested in. So if you can, how does it look? Is it a pretty game? Uh, I mean, it's still like super chibi, you know. And I'm not really, I'm not really a fan of the art style of the guys, but it looks it looks, looks like all right. Moon is what it reminds me of. Like what? That Moon game on the DS. Oh, I think that game looks better. <laughs> moon, yeah. No, I like Moon. I actually bought I actually bought Moon again for uh, for 3ds. Even though I've been stuck at like one part for the longest time because there's this boss that I can't beat. And I and I think that like stuff like Moon makes me wish that I still had a 3ds with a, with the actual like Circle Pad Pro attachment uh-huh. because it works so much better than that little nub. It's really hard to do first person shooters with that little nub. I I feel like I could could play Moon a lot better if I had the if if I still had my. Uh, attachment or if i could actually put it on there you know i was reading some stuff that people were speculating about you know whether or not a new handheld was going to come out soon and the 3ds came out what was it 2011 3ds has been out for a long time i don't i don't remember when it came out though it's about time for a new handheld i mean and i I didn't realize and you know once i read about it i'm like okay actually i totally totally remember now but the game boy advance was not out very long before the ds came out yeah it was only like less than three years i think like two oh, really? and a half. yeah it came out in 2001 and then the 3d or the the original ds i keep wanting to call it 3ds came out in a uh, fall of 2004 so i don't think it was even three years between the two systems yeah which is crazy because i think of game boy advance as having all these great games and it's my favorite of the portables for sure oh yeah and, well, it, it, was, did. it had a lot it really of... It was kind of a flash in the pan. Yeah, it had a lot of games, and it also had a lot of different versions, you know? Uh-huh. There was the uh, there was the SP, and then there were the new SPs with the better with the better screens, which I still really want one of those. One of the ones that had the, the newer ones that had the really nice screen, which I guess you can't... They're kind of hard to find now. I have three of those. You have the ones with the nice screen? With the brighter screen? Yeah, I've been working on like the late Like the later release ones? I wanted yeah, I have a, the I have a SpongeBob one, which is like a limited release do you have a Do you have the Game Boy Micro also? No. Yeah, because uh, those had pretty good screens too. I thought about yeah. getting. I, I kind of wanted to get one of those, but those are hard to get also because they were because they were kind of limited. That screen is really small. Yeah, the the 3DS was was released in March of twenty of twenty eleven, so it's been out for five years. So that's you know, it would be it would be six years when if the you know whenever the NX launches if it launches in March that would be that would be the six year mark. So. I don't know, but yeah. If you ever, if you uh, if you have time, uh, download that download that uh, Metroid demo and give it give it a try. It's worth it just to play around with the training thing a little bit. But and it's free. Yeah, I don't. I still I still don't find Blast Ball all that fun to play, but I kind of understand the way it works now. You know, it's kind of like Rocket League, right? Yeah, or like that other. There's there's a. It's kind of trying to be like Rocket League, I guess. And there's also. There's a there's a thing for Overwatch now called Celio Ball. I think is what it is, or Lu, or Lucia Ball. Is it Celio or Lucia? I don't know. I don't play Overwatch. Apparently, people like it, you know. But I, I haven't played it. It has a version that looks a lot like Blast Ball that they added in there to try to compete with Rocket League. So, but I haven't I haven't been able to play anybody online yet on Blast Ball. Like I, I tried I tried getting connected and I couldn't get connected to anybody. But you can also you can use amiibos for the demo. Like you can scan amiibos to change the look of your robot for the last ball stuff. So that's kind of cool. That's like full amiibo support in a demo. In a demo, yeah. So that's pretty rad. Well, I wouldn't be able to do that with my old 3ds. No, you got to get the new one. Well, you'd have to get the little cup, the like add attachment thing to put on there. For this demo, I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah, just so you can do it. For for a hot second there, there was there was like a 
what was it like 13 years of Nintendo or however many years of Nintendo Power was available online and uh, like digitally. And apparently Nintendo like took that down already. I don't I don't yeah. know if you saw that. Like I remember I got a I got a message from uh, from John, friend of the show, who was on the on the Zelda episode. He was like, hey, you know, all these are available. And then like a couple like a week later, it's like, nope, gone. So. That's kind of what happened to me with that uh, Metroid Two game I got because there's a fan made. Metroid Two. Yeah, I saw that. There's, there's also there's also a Metroid True Two remake the, by by a fan, which I would like to play, but I haven't played it. Well, you can't. You can't play it anymore. They are they already put the they were yeah Nintendo stop yeah Nintendo stopped that pretty fast. Like yeah, why can't I they, saw someone yeah. on Facebook with a link that said get it while you can, and then I clicked on it and it was already gone. And it was already gone. I don't. I mean, I don't know how things work. I, I'm sure they have their own way of whatever they do, but why can't they just like take that game and just sell it and just be like here. Here, here's your license. We'll sell it through our system. And I mean, I guess you'd have to like develop it for the. You'd have to switch it to the Wii operating system or whatever. But it'd be cool if they could just like cut a deal with him and like actually sell that game to people because people obviously want to play it. You know, that's a Maybe game. That's that, what they're doing. But it's a game that somebody made. Initially, yeah. I wish it'd be really cool if they could if they could do some sort of if if they could make some sort of deal and just be like, hey, this game's already made. People want to buy this game. Like, so let's just, like, put the seal of approval on there and put it out there. That's what I think they should do. You know, But like, what I saw of it looked pretty cool. I mean, it looked like Super Metroid. Yeah. It makes it... Well, Metroid 2, I don't know if you made, if you played all the way through Metroid 2 or not. Not all the way through it. I do own the game. It's, uh, it's very confusing. And Metroid 1 is kind of confusing also in the same way, but Metroid 1's easier because there's color in it. It's easier to tell, like, what part's different from the other one. Whereas Metroid 2 is black and white, so like most of the caves look the same, so it's really easy to get lost in that game. And I and I played through it, but I had to use I had to use online maps to get through there. So it'd be cool to play it in color and for it to have maps also. Like from what I saw of it, it looked really neat. You know, it basically looked like Super Metroid, but Metroid 2. So I would totally play that game. I do remember watching a friend in college play through it on uh, Super Game Boy, and whenever he'd have a spare moment, he'd be sitting in our room with. Uh, Super Game Boy, I had explained that. Yeah, I used to use a. Uh, yeah, there was a specific like there were there was like a color combination that I used to use for that on Super Game Boy that made like Samus look where you where she would actually have like the orange and red suit. I forget which is one. It was one of like the color palettes you could you could select. But I, I was convinced that it was put in there particularly for that level for that game, which maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But it looked, I'll try it it looked really I nice. Yeah, I forget which one. I mean, I'd have to, I'd have to play, I'd have to play it again. It's been years since I played Super Game Boy. But yeah, one of the palettes that I clicked on just made it look. I thought made it look really cool. I'd have, to, I'd have to go through there and try it. But yeah, yeah, that one was removed too. Hopefully, yeah, it'd be nice if it was that they were actually trying to make a deal with them. But I don't know. I mean, who knows? Who knows with Nintendo nowadays? I think, uh, I think Warner was it. Uh, I think Warner Brothers said a same said a similar thing like that that Bethesda did about the NX being like, well, you know, if it's cool, we'll develop for it. You know, it's like, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what everybody says. It's like basically, I mean, if it they makes need, sense monetarily to invest yeah. supporting the game, then they'll do it. If people if people buy the game or people buy the system and it has a big has a big install base, then of course they'll make games for it. I mean, Ooh. the uh, I heard that what was it a uh, Manabu Dashima Dashima of Chrono Trigger passed away. Did you read that? No, I didn't. One of the Chrono Trigger developers. He, oh, no. uh, he died like, uh, he like died like rock climbing or something. Oh my gosh. Oh, he, he died, he died in a diving accident off the coast of Japan at 45. So he wasn't, he wasn't very old at all. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah. So he like died on vacation. Crazy. 
So, yeah. We still, we haven't done a Chrono Trigger episode yet, but I'm sure we'll have one in the future at some point. I wonder if you get to meet him at the end of uh, the New Game Plus. Oh, yeah. I never I never got that ending. I heard it was very cool, though. It's a cool ending. It's hard because you have to, it works best if you play through the game, like, twice. Yeah, because you got you got to go right to Lavos, right, at the beginning, and you would only have, you'd only have, like, two people, right? You would only yeah, just... just Chrono and uh, Mar- Marl, Marley, however you say it. Yeah. Yeah, which is the the princess. Spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I mean, you find that out pretty early in the game. I'm sure. I'm sure they already knew. But yeah, you have to fight Lavos by going to the uh, second gate or the the pot on the right side. I think it is Millennial Fair. Yeah, yeah. I always I always figured that was yeah because you can go because you can go straight there like when it first yeah when you when you first get in the the time machine or whatever. It's pretty tough. I've, I've done it a couple of times. Like I said, it's usually like new game plus plus. Like yeah, you, you guys got to be like, out. yeah, you got to you got to be all the way at the top, like level ninety nine or how, however right however high you you can get on that. Just keep using uh, Ice Sword two three or Ice Sword two whatever it is. The dual tech they have together. Yeah, that sucks, man. That sucks. Yeah. I didn't know about the dude passing away. I mean, that's that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. It sucks. He still had a lot of uh, it's creativity. He's so young, yeah. Isn't isn't that other? Isn't that game that's kind of like Chrono Trigger? Is that game out now? The other one? Yeah, uh, I am. That since, 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 uh, yeah. Have you, have you played it? I haven't. I'd completely forgotten that it was out. I guess I no, could, I, I guess haven't. I, try I, don't, to get it. I don't have the right setup for that game. Like, yeah. I think it's on PS4, and it might be on Steam, but I don't think my computer can handle it. Oh really? My computer's yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I'll have to I have to look for it. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how much it is. Is there uh, is there anything else that that we missed in the in the news? I mean, well, if, if the game The Fall, it was part of a it was part of the Humble Bundle. That's getting a sequel, and it's coming out for Wii U. Did you play that? I think that was part of the first Humble Bundle. The Fall was. Yeah, I played a little bit of it. It probably just booted it up and tried it out. Oh, it's not very long. I, I played through the whole thing in one sitting. But I, but I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very cool. I mean, it's only. I think it's only like maybe two or three hours to play it. So, you should oh. you should you should sit down and play it? Because I just I just sat I just sat and played the whole thing, and really enjoyed it. So I definitely have it. It's cool that they're making another one, and uh, I'm glad that it's coming to Wii U. So there's an there's another game that we can get. So. Color Splash in the Fall Two. Yeah. Was there were there any? I mean, I know like those Kirby games came out. Was that whenever we podcasted last? I don't remember digitally. Yeah, I think Mass Attack and uh, Mass Attack and Epic Yarn Epic, yeah. came up came out. Yeah, because we were talking about it. Because I just played tomorrow that. tomorrow we're getting Wave Race sixty four. Oh really? Well, that's cool. I already have that game, so I can get it for like a dollar, and I love that game. And uh, on the new three DS, uh, Mega Man X. And now you, I was gonna say now you can. Uh, now you can look at what I what I said like however many episodes back when I talked about the new advertisements that were in in the re-release of Waver 64. You can see like all those DS and Wii advertisements that they put in there for the uh, Virtual Console version. Maybe we'll get some NX news in Wave Race. Yeah, maybe they'll put some NX uh, advertisements in there. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, Mega Man X, that's another game that I already have on the Wii U. Otherwise, I would get it for 3ds. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for them to release one that I don't have yet. You know, right. like put like like how like put like fucking Final Fantasy VI on there again. I mean, I've already bought that game a couple times. I mean, I have it. I have the PlayStation. I have the PlayStation version. I have the PlayStation One version that I bought on play, PS3, and I have the Virtual Console version for Wii. And I had the cartridge, but I sold it. But my battery didn't work anyway, so it didn't really matter. <laughs> like the the save battery had ran out on it, so it was pretty much unplayable. You, you I had play, the Game Boy Advance version. I had to play the whole thing in one sitting. Yeah, I wanted to get the Game Boy Advance version, 
but the used video game store that I go to is, I think it's selling it for like 60 bucks. So, I I ended up, because I wanted to buy a Final Fantasy for Jess, and I ended up getting her Final Fantasy 4, because that was cheaper. Because yeah. I wasn't ready to make the $60 plunge for, for the for 6 yet, but, you know. It's, Check it out it's online. Good. I found it on eBay for pretty cheap, and I think it may be a bootleg, but it works fine. So. I bought a, I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't get to mention it, but I bought, I bought the uh, Sega, the Sega Sonic Genesis Ultimate Collection or whatever. I bought that for PS3, which basically has like pretty much every good Genesis game ever on it. So it has like all the Fantasy Star games on it and it has all the the Shining Force and like, and I was just playing, uh, I was playing Beyond Oasis on it earlier again. So it's pretty cool. And you have to, you have to unlock Fantasy Star 1, but I really want to play Fantasy Star 1 for Master System. Which is available. It's available on Virtual Console for the Wii also. So I have all those now to get into. Well, even though I could have just bought it for cheaper, I did end up getting uh, Mario 3D Land. Or wait, hold on. Super Paper Mario. Oh, you did get it? Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to play it. I was, I was about to, I was going to get it too. Even though you could find it for cheaper, it's just so much easier to just buy it online. That game is something else. I don't know. I I like that game. I like that game a lot. (laughs) You don't like it? It's very, Uh, it's very quirky. I like it okay. It's, it's very, quirky. it's very different. The it's, writing is not that great in it, and there's a lot of text. And then, like, oh, it gets better. There's I, a lot of stuff in it where he gets stuck. Oh, I thought, yeah, actually, I remember getting stuck on it, like the because I bought it the, the day it came out, and I remember getting stuck by that. There's like a giant arrow that uh, uh, I couldn't figure out how to what to do with it. You have to like hit a button somewhere. Maybe I'm not to the giant arrow yet. The part I'm on is pretty tough, and even with save states, it's still kind of tough to get through it. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's just like it, a whole section where you have to hit a bunch of switches to get to the top of this platform or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I thought about getting in that game. That was that was like part of what I was going to do with, with my, uh, with like what I had made from the movie. I was like, I was going to get, I was going to get a new hard drive. I was going to get that Genesis game. And I was going to get Devil's Third and Super Paper Mario, but I haven't got Super Paper Mario yet. Because I'm still... So I've been playing through it. I, I feel like I owe it to the series to play through that game, but it's yeah. it's not as enjoyable as the other ones, I don't think. It's... Well, it's different, but I, I, had a, I had a lot of fun with it when the, when it was out. It was like one of... It was, I really enjoyed it, because it, like, it was like release window for Wii, and there wasn't a whole lot of games out at that time, so... I, I enjoyed the shit out of it when it came out. Well, the concept of like flipping a 3D was pretty novel. Yeah, I think that uh, that game Fez. It's an indie game. It's I played play Fez. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, it has a really cool but soundtrack. Yeah, but it's similar to that, and like, but really in Super Paper Mario, if you get lost, pretty much it's just like flip it to 3D. Yeah, that's probably what you're missing. Yeah, either flip it to 3D or point the remote at the screen. Because because you can do that too. Because there's there's it's some really kind of annoying on its own. There's like, some it's really, stuff too. Yeah, the sound it makes is really kind of obnoxious when you're pointing at the screen. I oh, I don't re- I don't remember I don't remember <laughs> a sound. I have to re- I have I, to relive it. I just have to turn it down a little. Turn the game down when I play it. But it's fun. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. I think it's I think it's really I, I like I like the story. It's great. And there's it's some a, real and there's some really weird parts to it. Like you go to hell at one point and like space and. There's some there's some cool there's some cool stuff in there. I used the song from that game for the or for the for the space for the W A R T space space episode. There's a song from Super Paper Mario from Mother in Space. Well, I also have to keep at it. Then I mean, I'm on on the third set of worlds, so I'm not that far into it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was fun. I mean, maybe it hasn't aged as well, and it is and it is a lot different from the other ones. But I don't think it was like as different as the other stuff. And speaking of speaking of Paper Mario, I. Uh, 
just for the fun of it the other day, I tried to play Sticker Star again, <laughs> and, I, and I, it's, I still hate that game. <laughs> it's just like, just let me, just let me explain to you, like, what I did. So I, I'm like, okay, well, I'll play the level that I, that I've been stuck on. So I start to play this level for a while, and basically, you know, whenever you fight people, all you do is lose stickers and life, and you don't have, you don't really have a way to heal yourself if you don't have the healing stickers or whatever. So I basically go through the whole thing, fight a bunch of guys, almost get to the end, die, and then get sent back to the beginning of the level. And I'm like, fuck this game. <laughs> and I turned it off. But yeah, I tried to do it again, and I'm like, I still think this game is completely unplayable and not fun in any way. So, I mean, you should get give it a try. See if you like it, but I try to give it another go where I was stuck at, and I'm like, this is not this this game is not fun. Yeah, I own two copies of it. Yeah, sealed. <laughs> so. As much as I I, lo- I love the art style, it looks beautiful. I just uh, I just don't like I don't like the way the, the battles are constructed because they're completely pointless. There's like no reason to do them because you don't get no you get no experience points. All you do is lose your tax and and your life. So it's best to just avoid them at all times. But what's the fun of that when like the one right, the like the main. One of the most fun parts. Yeah, the medals are supposed to be something that you enjoy because that's a huge that's a huge part of the game. Anyway, I think I think I think we've covered enough for today, right? I think we got all the news. I can't think of anything else that we might have missed. I think we're about caught up on for our two weeks out. We had like the a, NX or whatever. Yeah. yeah, for our two weeks out, we gave you like a hour or something of news. We'll come back. We'll come back with a real topic next week. I, I promise. But just wanted you to know we're still alive. Yeah, we're still here. Hopefully, hopefully you'd missed us and. Or maybe you ha- hopefully you haven't forgotten. You know, now, now we now we get like no downloads this year, this week because people thought that we were done for. Anyway, this has been episode thirty-four. We're your hosts, Trey Johnson, Jeremy Mikowski, and uh, we'll see you next week. We probably just done. Yeah. <laughs>